Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. 2024 is right around the corner. It's got me thinking about goals and where I want to see myself next year. And it's got me thinking about how setting goals has changed my career and how it's impacted my career. Goal setting is something I officially started doing back in 2013. It turns out that I was just, you know, dreaming before then. And it has changed everything. And when things start going haywire or standing still for too long, I look at what part of the system isn't working and where my goals need to be shifted. If you're not truly measuring your success, then you really have no idea whether you're making traction or not. And you're just relying on your emotions and your emotions lie. You know, your emotions cannot be what dictates whether or not you're experiencing success. I normally start planning for the upcoming year. A quarter, well, I like to stay a quarter ahead on some things and just a few weeks ahead on others. So there's really not one way that I set my goals. It just depends. I feel like, honestly, like I'm always planning. I think it's just my entrepreneurial spirit. I think it's important that stylists set goals for themselves. And some stylists could set goals, simplifying it down to even the day, you know, weekly, monthly, quarterly, it doesn't matter. But for some people, short term goals just feel more rewarding, like that instant gratification, those little rewards in between, you know, of a big reward is enough to keep them going. Others are really good at delaying the gratification for those longer term goals. So I think it just depends on the particular stylist and like how their reward system works best. You absolutely have to be forward thinking in the hair industry. Like it is just essential for your success. You cannot sleep on trends in this industry for even a day. It will literally change while you're sleeping. You got to keep your eye on it because TikTok, Pinterest, Instagram, you have to keep your eye on it because your clients certainly are. And it also can, you know, keep your career exciting. You know, we learn new things every day that make our jobs quicker, easier, and way more fun to do. I think you have to take in a really broad view so that you can self-audit the areas in your life where you really should be making goals. And I like to call it like the wheel of life. (laughs) You know, like, are you having a really awesome career, but your relationships are really struggling? or? Maybe you thought you wanted to work less, so you cut back, but now your finances are a mess. It's definitely a juggling act for sure. You know, we are all just so determined to have it all. And, you know, we give it our all, like our literal all. And then we have nothing left for ourselves. And then you leave yourself open to burnout and depression. We have to figure out how we can commit to giving it some, not all. You have to place your energy appropriately. If you're a newlywed, then you probably don't need to be working till 8 p.m. every night. And if you're single and you're in a lot of debt, then maybe you should commit to an extra day or two a month. I'm stepping away from the chair at the end of this year and 
It still feels very weird to say, and I'm definitely excited about what lies ahead, but my goals will shift and my primary goal will be helping others reach their goals. And I've struggled with the weight of this at times. You know, it feels very heavy and I know I'm not totally in control and that's a bit scary for me. As a stylist, you are going to have weeks where you absolutely smash your goals. You will have weeks where four people cancel or you get snowed in. And if you're not standing behind the chair, then you're not making any money. And that can feel very scary. There are going to be times when you want to take a vacation. And there's going to be times when you get sick and miss a week. And then there's also going to be the times where you're at a hair show. And not only are you not making any money, you're spending money. Your goals have to support your lifestyle, what you know about, and the unexpected. So what if a stylist feels really content with where they are? Should they even set goals? Well, that's a really great question. I feel like good is the enemy of great. And I feel like contentment can be incredibly dangerous. And I'm not saying you have to be racing across some finish line at all times, but yeah, Setting goals can really help people who live through their emotions a lot. You know, you can be feeling like you're not doing great because of one unhappy client. You've convinced yourself that you're no good and you should just give up and quit. But you've literally just reached your goal of being 85% booked. Or you could feel like you're absolutely killing it because your reel just got shared on behind the chair. But you haven't had a raise in over a year. Numbers matter. Goals matter. The end. So I'd like to share one of my big dreams, one of my big goals that I have for my professional life in 2024, and that's no empty chairs. What I mean by that is no empty chairs at my salon, no empty chairs at my school. You know, I get goosebumps just saying that. My husband and I opened Aspire Barber and Beauty Academy in March of this year, and we already have 12 students enrolled. I think we max out at 36. I feel like given a full year, a full calendar year, we could definitely, definitely hit that goal. And it just excites me to say that. At the salon, we've got lots of good hairstylists, but we definitely have room for a few more rock stars. So what would I say to a stylist that has no idea what they want for 2024? I would say start small. So we did something this year at the salon that was called first goal, big audacious goal. So we went over what we wanted our first goal of the year to be. And then we went over what we wanted our big audacious goal to be, right? Like we can dream a little bit bigger with this one. Everyone has different reward receptors in their brains. And this allows you to have an immediate goal to work towards. This is really great for someone who's a bit more impatient or someone who really thrives off success to keep them going. This is going to be great for them. And then you've got the big audacious goal. And this one like really turns on the dream machine. This is where we get to visit what if land. I mean, they have the whole year to get this one under their belt. So this is where they can really set those potentially life-changing goals. As an example, if I've got a studio stylist who sets their goal to become a senior stylist in 2024 then her income goes up potentially $600 a week. This is a life-changing amount of money. That is a beautiful, big, audacious goal. 
I think there are some general goals that you should be trying to hit, you know, even while you're in school. We start working on goals right away at Aspire. You know, the first one might look like their first write-off sheet, getting that finished. The second one could be, you know, getting promoted to the salon floor and getting to work on people instead of mannequins all the time. And then their goals will continue with graduating and passing their test and finding their salon home. And then they'll get behind the chair and they'll start focusing on establishing their clientele and they'll start tracking what percentage come back and what percentage pre-book their appointments. As you can see, setting your goals and allowing your goals to shift and change and evolve are a huge part of your success in this industry. You cannot hit a target that you can't see. So goals are a must. Goals need to be both ambitious and achievable. And, you know, it needs to be something that's really, really important to the client. So we use SMART goals. And you may have heard of this before. SMART, S-M-A-R-T, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. If you can answer all of these questions with your goal, then you are set up for success. You know what steps you need to be taking. You know what numbers you need to be tracking. You know why it matters. You know when it's supposed to be done by. This is a really, really smart, haha, see what I did there, acronym for how to set your goals. So me personally, what action steps am I taking to get closer to my vision? Well, our goals have to be action steps or they are just dreams. They are just ideas. So my goal is to fill all the chairs in my salon and school. So my action steps, a few of them, are going to be to go to career fairs, promote the school and salon on all my social channels, post five days a week, graduate students in a timely manner, have monthly one-on-one meetings with my team and with my students to ensure that everyone is on track. I mean, that's a lot of meetings. If I don't set that goal and I don't make that plan, then I'm going to struggle. There are a lot of courses and workshops and certifications that have helped me become a better stylist and even a better boss babe. You know, some of my students and stylists have their Masters of Balayage certification, Bellamy certification. They're also certified in Brazilian blowouts. You have to have some kind of social media training and education. But I think, you know, you need to find what sets you on fire. Like when you see it on your book, what lights you up? What excites you? That is the type of certification you should be chasing. And that is the goal you should be setting for yourself. We're all going to have challenges and we're all going to encounter roadblocks that are going to put us, you know, behind or stop us from growing. And, you know, one of those things can be is if your goal is too far out of reach. I'm not saying don't shoot for the stars, but I'm saying have something that you're going to be able to obtain in a timely enough manner to feel success from it and not feel drained from it. So if your goal is too far out of reach and you don't have these, you know, checkpoints along the way to monitor your success, to gauge where you're at and how much further you have to go, then it's going to just feel really, really exhausting and not inspiring whatsoever. It's really important that your goals inspire you and drive you and fuel you. Another one is if no one holds them accountable for their goals or if no one celebrates them when they do cross the finish line. That can feel very lonely and it can take crossing a finish line or or achieving one of your goals and just make it something that feels very little when it should feel very big. 
I see people let a bad hour or a bad day turn into a bad week, which turns into a bad month. And then before you know it, they're so far off track. We have to be so careful that we don't let that happen. Bad days are inevitable. Unhappy clients are inevitable. We cannot let our self-worth be tied up into some small snippet of time that is so small in the grand scheme of things because it's going to happen and we have to be able to just learn from it, grow from it and press on. So our ability to get up and dust ourselves off and keep pushing towards our goals is so important. So how do you know if you're progressing and how often should you be evaluating your progress? I think it just depends on the goal. You know, if you have a daily goal, then you should be looking at the end of the day to see if you hit that goal. Weekly goal, same thing. Monthly goal, same thing. Whatever your goal is set on, you need to make sure that you're tracking those numbers. And again, high-fiving yourself when you cross the finish line learning from, you know, whatever whatever didn't go right that day and turning it into progress the next day. I enter my numbers in weekly, so I really like to look at those short-term views, but I also like looking at everything from a quarterly standpoint because I feel like, you know, when I have that quarterly view as well, it gives me a better average. It gives me a broader perspective. A big milestone that I've recently celebrated is getting my clientele down to 4 per week. So I've been a very successful stylist and I'm very thankful for all the people who have trusted me through these years. But like I've mentioned in previous episodes, I'm going to be wrapping up my career behind the chair at the end of this year. And so I've been dwindling my clientele down and now I have it to a number that feels manageable and I can spend the time that I really want to spend growing my team at the salon and getting Aspire where I'd like to see it get to as well. So this feels really, really good. I'm just in a different place right now. And it feels really significant to me because I've had to shift my perception on where I'm valued. And what I mean by that is I've always felt so much of my value professionally comes from behind the chair, from making clients happy, from providing for my family and, you know, being a mentor and being someone that my team and my students can look up to. And now I'm letting go of that and I'm having to provide for my family in other ways. And I'm having to learn what a different workday looks like. And it's been a shift. I mean, I won't lie. I can't say it's been super easy. It's been 23 years of doing hair behind the chair and absolutely loving it. But I'm slowly falling in love with the idea of who I'm becoming and I'm excited I feel called to this new mission to bring the next generation of stylists to success. Going back to those, you know, in-person education events, there's just something about the energy in a room full of really driven people. And I know you know what I mean. If you've been to any kind of event, whether it be an educational event or a motivation event, you know, I've taken business courses along with skilled classes and things like that. And being in a room full of people with the same mission, you know, to grow, it feels really, really good. And again, just being accountable, you know, having a community of people that I answer to. I have a coach. She keeps me accountable and helps me celebrate myself. I'm not always the best at that. I'm not always the best at celebrating myself. I need to get better about that. We all need to get better about that. We should be celebrating ourselves. 
I think if a stylist is able to seek a mentor or even a coach, especially if they're not sure where to start with their goal setting and they really want someone to hold them accountable, I think they should absolutely try to reach out. Obviously, try to find someone that you admire and connect with to mentor you, but also a coach is going to be there for you to really you know, tell you the things you don't want to hear. I think sometimes a mentorship is about encouragement and, you know, learning and that's all important. But sometimes you just need to say, hey, you're playing small, show up. You know, you need someone to say that to you. I know I've needed someone to say that for me. My coaches also help me sort out all the confusion and they help me say the things I'm afraid to say, like, I want to stop doing hair. The first time those words came out of my mouth, it was on a coaching call. And um, so, yeah, I think coaches and mentors are really, really important. One thing I would like for y'all to remember and take away from this episode about setting your goals for 2024 is these are your goals. You don't owe anybody any measurement of growth that does not honor you and where you want to be in 2024. Remember to be kind to yourself and set goals that make you feel good. Set goals that are smart. And for those of you out there who are planning on making 2024 your bitch, I salute you. I celebrate you. I support you. Please, please tag me in your comments when you're smashing goals. I would love to be there. I would love to celebrate you. I cannot wait to see all that 2024 has in store. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com.